Happy Saturday. It's that time of week. Um, we are on episode seven, Life, Life with, with My, my person. person. And today we're going to be talking about something very, very important to me. Yes, we are going to be talking about trusting in yourself. So we're going to discuss being comfortable with being alone, which we know is hard to do sometimes. Also, trusting yourself to get through those hard times, being there for yourself, and filling that void. So before we get started, um, we're going to try our usual. Um, today, we are actually um, drinking again. Uh, we're, we picked a hard one. Yes. Um, we both need it. Yes. <laughs> you all know um, Mike's Hard Lemonade um, yeah. brings back some memories, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, but this one is hard strawberry lemonade, which yes. I have not tried. So that is actually very exciting. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I used to have the, there was a Mike's Hard Limeade. Oh. When I was, you know, underage. <clears throat> but uh, that one was so good. So I'm actually interested to see if the strawberry lemonade is good as well. All right. Well, let's That's... crack it open. Oh. That was a nice twist. Right? Mmm. <laughs> I like this one. Tart, but I am in love. I know it is. You can really taste that strawberry and the lemon, but All right. it's really good. Well, this six-pack will be gone before we're done. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> So trusting yourself, I think, kind of starts with being comfortable with being alone. Because if you're not comfortable being with yourself and being in your own company, then I think that you start mistrusting yourself or not trusting yourself, I should say. Because I think that being comfortable with being alone means that you really do enjoy your own company. You kind of realize your own worth. And you feel good about yourself. It took me a long time to get to that point. I was in a relationship that ended, I don't want to say terribly, because um, it was kind of a, it came to a point where I knew that it needed to be over and so did he. But afterwards, the aftermath, no one prepares you for that. And this person and I were really close. I was with this person in Oregon and he was more than just my boyfriend. He was my family. He was my best friend, the person I could talk to about everything. And he really knew me at a low part in my life. And so when we ended and I moved back to Indiana, I was alone for quite a while. And, you know, I was getting back into relationships that I had before I left and getting back in contact with friends but I was really alone, I felt like, and no one really understood what I was going through. And it couldn't really, I couldn't really communicate that very well, I guess I should say. But I wasn't comfortable with being alone. I always had to be around somebody else. I took comfort into other people and did some things I'm not proud of. But it made me look at myself and then I started becoming comfortable with myself. I would take myself out to a restaurant or I would go see a movie by myself or I would 
take a walk in a park and just enjoy my own company. And after that, it really helped me be comfortable with being alone. And I'm not saying that ever since then I always handled it well. No, but I handled it much better after that, after realizing that it's okay to be by myself. It's okay to hang out with myself. And I'm actually, you know, pretty cool or, you know, I have a good time with myself or I make myself laugh and excuse me, just like (laughs) dumb things that I've done or said, or when you make a bad joke to yourself or you trip over your own feet, like I've done (laughs) plenty of times, (laughs) or just, you know, just little things that you do and you kind of laugh at yourself. And it kind of helped me just realize that it's okay to be alone. And it did take me a while, like I said, but once you get to that point, I think you can start trusting yourself because you understand that you can handle being alone. And I think that helps you to come to that point in in any time of your life, whether it's after a bad relationship or a trauma situation, anything like that. um, I think it really just helps when you get to that point in your life. Right, right. I I totally agree. Um, Me, on the other hand, I'm currently going through it right now. I... um, I... So I'm, I'm struggling. It's, it's been a month and I'm struggling. I believe that being with yourself is something very important to me, mainly because I don't see myself being okay. I don't see myself being okay. And this is why I have my person because today I had a problem with being alone and I had to come to her like, hey, I'm having an issue right now. Uh, as you guys all know, I'm in therapy. And I've had the the realization of codependency. Um, you have to have somebody there at all times. I'm clingy right now. Natasha, can I please come over? The kids are not here. What do I do? I don't want to sit here. Um... So getting to where she's saying, going to a movie, uh, going to dinner with yourself, it just sounds good, great. Mm -hmm. It's it's an inner feeling that I hope to one day have. Um, Right now, it's hard on me. I sit in my couch and I watch some TV when I'm all alone without the kids and my mind starts to race. So no, I don't like my own company. Um, And then I feel like I'm relying on other people to be there for me and then I get angry because they're not. And that's not okay. Right, because sometimes it just means that the person is not available at the time. I know most of the time I'm always like, oh, sorry, I was doing this, like... Because I feel like it's better to say, hey, this is what I was doing rather than to just ignore someone and then just come out of the blue. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I mean, for me, that's just how I do it. And not saying that that's the only way that you should do it and that's the right way. That's just how I feel. And that's how I want to be treated. So I like to treat people how I would like to be treated. So when I'm not available, I say, oh, sorry, I was in the shower. I had to work until this time and blah, 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 just like I did last night. Because when Julie reached out to me, I was 
I was still working and then I was like, oh, let me just take a shower and kind of just, you know, let loose of things. And then I was like, oh, hey, I was in the shower. Like, what's going on? And we talked for a while. Yeah, so. let me tell you, I was breaking down. I was breaking down. I, I was to the point where I didn't know what to do. I had no idea what to do, but I wasn't mad at her. I mean, I really wasn't. I was just... Um, I was just like, there's nobody here, you know. Everybody's rooting for me to to leave this person, but my biggest fear is being alone, and now I'm alone, and there's nobody here. What do I do? But she reached out to me immediately as soon as she had time, and and it made me it brought me comfort. We video chatted, and I felt better. Yeah. But I can't rely on that. I'm I'm not supposed to. Right now, it's fresh. So, yeah, exactly. you were just telling me tonight. Yeah. It's normal. It's fresh. Um, and it's this- better to reach out, I think, instead of holding it in and not saying, like, hey, you know, I'm not doing well. Because we see all those memes that say, you know what, I would rather get that phone call from you or that text or whatever instead of reading your eulogy or your obituary or yes. whatever. So it's, you know, I, and I understand you have to learn to be able to sustain yourself and be okay with yourself but until then like you do have to reach out and you should reach out to people and and anyone who makes you feel bad about that I think doesn't have your best interest at heart whether they're busy themselves or they have a lot going on in their lives I think that people can still listen can still be an ear for you like I have my own issues but I put that to the side sometimes when I say, okay, you know what? I have this going on, but I can still listen. I can still be there for you. Like, no matter how I'm feeling, like, what you're feeling matters too. Right, right. So trusting yourself to get through hard times is um, basically what we're pushing into yeah. as far as the subject goes. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I have been drinking, so I'm a little... <laughs> I, I use that as an She's excuse. She's a lightweight. Yes, but I use that as an excuse every show because <laughs> I we have been drinking hard lemonade for, what, four weeks now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't drink. For those of you who know me know that I don't drink, so, but I'm with my person, you know, kids are asleep. Everything's great. This Gotta is let loose sometimes. Yeah. So this is her mommy time. Mommy time. Yes, basically every Saturday night with my person. Kids so, yeah. or not, you um, should be able to, you know, let loose and relax a little bit. And sometimes having a drink does that. And no harm in doing that. No judgment either. Yeah. And so as far as trusting yourself to get through hard times, um, so. This one's hard. It's hard to accept. It's hard to deal with. It's it's hard to get there because mm-hmm. your mind is your worst critic, and it will it will poison you. It will tell you you know you're bad. You know like mine mine yeah. basically tells me you're a horrible mom. How dare you? Why are you leaving their dad? Why are you? sitting here crying, feeling sorry for yourself, and um, are you that good enough, and and all that stuff, and it just repeats itself. So when you're going through those hard times, your mind is the last thing you want to rely on when it's telling you all of these negative things. And that brings you back to loving yourself episode. Really, you just need to keep on telling yourself the positive things, and then when things do get hard,
hard, it's easier to, t to take that. Yeah, and it's easier to trust yourself because you know, hey, you know what? I'm going to have these thoughts, but I have way more thoughts that counter those and are more positive, and I trust that I'm going to get through this. Whether you get help from a friend or you read a book or you pray or you meditate, whatever, like you have to kind of create those actions that you need to take in order to overcome the negativity and be able to trust yourself instead of succumbing to all the negativity and then you you know fall into the depression and it's hard harder for you to climb back out of that and right. we both experienced that but I think this year is a really strong year for us um, mm -hmm. in our own ways that like she you know you you got out of a relationship that you shouldn't shouldn't be in and your mental health is getting better each day I mean you have to give yourself a lot of credit because you are standing up for yourself. You're putting your foot down and you're saying, you know what? This isn't right for me. I don't want this anymore. And I am sticking to it. And you yeah. are. So, and it has only been a month. And time is a funny thing. And, you know, a month is only a month. And But whether, it seems so long. It does. To it me. does. That's I'm why time so is funny. Proud. But it, it's a month and it's okay to feel the way that you feel because it's only been a month. Like, but at the same time, it has been four weeks. True. So, it, you know, you look at it different ways, but you can push through and realize, you know what? I made this decision for myself. This is the best decision that I made. And I'm going to stick to it because I know in the long run, I'm going to be such a better person, a better mom and feel so much happier. And in the future, doing a better girlfriend, better wife. Yeah. Whenever you're ready for that. Um. There was a point I wanted to get to, and I lost it. <laughs> um, Blame it oh, on so, yes. alcohol. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Woohoo! Um, so one of my favorite things um, that I do to trust getting through hard times by myself, because believe it or not, I have my mother, and I have this woman standing or sitting right next to me, Um the one thing that I actually enjoyed in this past month is talking to myself, mm -hmm. having a full blown conversation. Some of you, you know, probably talk to God, you know, God, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. Yes. What do I do? Give me strength. I do both. You know, <laughs> I do do both. I'll sit there and talk to him. But some days I'm just like, Julie, what are you doing? Where are you going to, what, <laughs> what are you going to do? What's like, your girl? next move? What you doing? You just <laughs> cried. You had a breakdown. You wanted to give up on life. Not not like suicidal or anything. You just wanted to just give up, like run away, you know? Um, you, you know, so the conversations that I'm having is get up. You cried a little bit. Get up and just move forward. Keep going. Get in the shower. Uh, go do something that you want to do. I had a friend the other day. I posted something on Facebook and they immediately text me. Everything's going to be okay. And I text back, no, because of all of this negativity that's happening. And then I got another message saying, walk away. Five minutes. Walk away. Go do something. Five minutes. And I did. I called Natasha. And I sat on the phone with her, and we've been video chatting a lot since I've been broken up with the man. 
Yes. I don't know what to call him. Yeah. If we should the father give him of a your name, children. The father of my kids. <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't want to name names. Right. So, um, but I've been video chatting with her a lot, and yes, she's right. I mean, she's not always going to be there. You know, she's going to what Mexico soon. No, because of this damn coronavirus. Never mind, it got canceled. Thank it, you, Lord Jesus. No, are you yes. kidding? No. I still got my girl. Oh, my gosh. No, y'all mm. don't understand. This mm. was all inclusive, all expenses paid from my amazing branch manager because of a goal that our team hit. And I was looking forward to it. It was going to be three days, two nights at an adults-only resort. Drinks in my hand at all times. Oh, you... Mm. But you know what? He's rescheduling probably. Yeah, he's going to reschedule eventually. We just have to be precautious and safe. And I, I totally get it. And we agreed as a team. So it's okay. It's okay. <sighs> so I'm still going to lose her for a couple of days. In the future. We just don't know when. Okay. <laughs> well. But anyway. Anyway, she's not always going to be there. And so you have to be there for yourself. Yes. You have to be there for yourself. So you have to find ways to get through that hard time because you do not want to sit there. You'll just fall in a deeper hole. Exactly. You know, I caught myself relying on people to call me, relying on, on, on people to text me all day. And, and it was making me feel good inside. It was like a drug because it was getting my mind off of what I was really going through. And you know what? I haven't actually sat down and learn how to mourn what I've lost. And when those messages and those calls stop, you start having those withdrawals. And then you feel sad and alone again. Whereas when you learn to be there for yourself, you can say, oh, that person's busy, but I got me. And I'm yes. going to get through this. And it's going to be okay. And you know what? Excuse me. It really is going to be okay in the future. A lot of these things are temporary. And when we get through them, we look back and we're like, oh, my gosh, like that was crazy. That was rough. It was so traumatic. But you know what? I came out of it. I survived. I've pushed on. And now I'm in a completely different spot. Yep. Like it's it's crazy and it's amazing at the same time. But I am so blessed and so grateful that I am where I am right now. I mean, I look up to this woman because one day I want to be where she is one day. And you will be. It it took a lot of strength. It took a lot of trauma experiences, like reprogramming my mind. I read a lot of self-help books. Um, Joel Olstein really helped me. I praying and just, you know, reading different positivity books, writing poems. I mean, so there's a lot of actions that I've taken to really get to this spot. And some days... Some days are not perfect. Some days I'm like fall to the negativity and I'm like, oh my gosh, everything sucks. And then five minutes later or the next day, I'm like, okay, yesterday sucked, but today is going to be a good day because we have the choice. And sometimes, you know, you feel like you don't have that choice, but you really do. And I've learned that a lot lately that even when you can't change a situation and it challenges you, you have to change yourself to overcome that situation. And I don't mean change your entire self, but change your thinking and change your reactions and just learn to accept the situation and move on and push forward. I mean, it, it's hard to do. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but the right thing and the best thing to do for you is not always the easiest. 
you know, let me set an example. So yesterday, my kids were very, very, very bad. And we, I mean, I didn't have a bottle because, you know, some circumstances, the bottle ended up not coming back to my house after I got my kids. Um, so, you know, we had to go to the store and I had to buy new bottles. And with the coronavirus, the store was packed and oh the lines were back up and, and there's I, no toilet paper yes and i got three babies <laughs> and they're just i want i want i want i want and they embarrassed me i literally um felt bad and guilty and 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 was like looking at all the judging eyes staring at me i'm screaming at my kids I'm trying to get them out of the car. I'm trying to get them in the car. I'm trying to keep them from getting hit. I'm trying to keep them from, from you know, cutting somebody off in the aisle. I was losing my mind. I literally, finally, after going through all of that, put them in the car and sat outside of the car for a minute, looked up at the sky, took a couple of breathers, got in the car, and then just started bawling. So when... I needed Natasha and she was doing her thing and, you know, a little busy at the time. I was at my breaking point. I, I didn't know what to do. Um, so in what, what Natasha is explaining is next time I need to work on myself and figure out how I'm going to react to that situation. No, yeah. I'm not going to change myself completely. But instead of worrying about what everybody else thinks, you know what? Forget y'all. I'm raising these babies. Exactly. And I'm not going to be mad at them. You know, yeah, I'm going to, you know, get angry with them and, you know, yell at them if I have to. But I'm not going to worry about what everybody else is thinking. I'm going to get them in the car and I'm going to think to myself, you know what? No, I just took three babies in the store by myself with no carts available. So I'm carrying a baby and two toddlers. I got what I needed. Mm -hmm. I walked out and I'm good. That's right. I go home and I feed my kids and, and, and everything's fine. You know, so exactly. it's just situations like that. That's exactly what Natasha yeah. is explaining. Have you ever seen the movie Click? Yes. Okay, so oh, in yes. my situation right now, um, so in my situation right now, I seriously wish, and I don't know why I thought of this, but I wish I could just fast forward to where you're at. Like, I look at myself two years from now, and that's what's keeping me going. Because I'm looking at the light at the end of the tunnel. Keep your eye. What did you always tell me whenever I would say, oh, no, I need to go back. I need to, oh, keep your eye on the prize. <laughs> keep your eye on the prize. My prize is getting to where she's at mentally. To be able to, you know, nobody calls me. Who cares? I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to watch one of my shows. And if I want to cry, I'm going to cry. Right. But you know what? I'm going to go to bed relieved and okay. If nobody wants to call me, you know, whatever, because they got something else going on. I can't, I can't base my whole day on that. Right. I don't want to sit here and be upset because somebody didn't, you know, reach out to me, you know, like, or I reached out to them and they didn't, you know, they were kind of like, Neh. or they leave you on read or leave you on read all day. Oh my God, Lord Jesus. I hate when people do that. Yeah. Don't um, you, don't you look at me like that. <laughs> Most of the time I'm reading your stuff at a stoplight and I can't even respond because people are looking at me and I'm like, no texting and driving. I know. No texting I and driving. I love people. giving you crap about it. Though. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but don't worry, Adam does the same thing because he's busy at work sometimes and he can't text me right away. Right. So it's okay. I get it. But the point I'm trying to get to <laughs> is put all that to the side. Right. And learn how to like, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a story. I'm sorry. I've been drinking, so I'm going to get a little... A couple... Or was it a year ago? <laughs> was it a year ago? You bought me my first bath bomb. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just bought one two days ago. <laughs> and let me tell you, my kids, the first day that they are gone, that is the first thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Is freaking enjoying a bath. Oh, I love bath bombs. And I also have a face mask waiting for me in the oh, bathroom. Yes. So I can do that too. And you know what? I'm excited about it. I don't care if somebody's not around and everything. I'm right. enjoying myself. Exactly. And yes. I'm going to get there. I'm yes, yes, yes. See, and that's like, it kind of leads into filling the void because mm. when you're alone, you feel like, you know, something's missing and when you're not comfortable with being alone or you're sad and you're just like oh my gosh being lonely sucks it's because there's some void in there and when you can be there for yourself and trust in yourself and reprogram your mind to have that positivity you kind of you kind of feel all of that and then you realize you know what I got this I'm good everything's gonna be all right so I love that you can what you can learn you can unlearn Mm -hmm. like learning like, oh, all these bad thoughts in my mind and they won't go away. Like, we can squash oh, yeah. that. We they can always squash say that. You can't, you can't um, teach an old dog new tricks. new tricks. But you know what? We've seen it happen. Whatever. It's never too late. Never. I don't care how old you are. It is never too late. Really? Yeah, because I've always been, like, a positive, bubbly person. And then um, quite a while ago, I started becoming negative and unhappy and, you know, always sensitive and excuse me. It was also because someone was in my life that rubbed off on me that was like that. And now that that person is no longer in my life, I've taken that back and I've regained that positivity and that longing to squash the negativity. And it was all about retraining my mind, reprogramming and having that talk with myself and just understanding that, you know what, this negativity is infectious. It's poisonous. It's contagious. contagious. It really is because that person was so negative and everything was so negative. And then I started becoming that way too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it at first. And then after that person was out of my life and I started becoming positive and overcoming things like quicker, or, you know, I was able to talk myself out of things, you know, easily. I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly why. And I took it back. I'm like, no, I'm taking myself back because I was so unhappy and I didn't, I didn't realize that that was why. It wasn't the only reason because I allowed that to happen, but it was so infectious and it just so contagious that I just clung to it for some reason. I noticed the difference, but I never said anything because, you know, that was one of our friends and, uh, well, next time you got to say something. She didn't like me. (laughs) She didn't like me. I know, but next time you got to say something. Yes. (laughs) He he can't let me be like that. I mean, I noticed it, but why, you know, okay, so Natasha's one of those people who see good in everybody, everybody. And I try to, too. I come up with excuses for anybody. Right. And so if if she, you know, you hear her saying, tell me next time. No, no. Girl, if I had told you that I noticed a difference or anything like that, 
Oh, but she's going through, you know, she sees yeah, the good in everybody. She would have been true. like, don't, 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 you know. So that's true. Yeah. I just let yeah. it roll. And, and it worked itself out. I finally realized and I understood that, you know what, this person isn't right for my life and where I want to be and where I'm going and what I'm going through. And you have to surround yourself with people who are going to be there for you for the good and bad and who want to build with you and grow with you. And if they don't have those similarities, then that person's only going to change your goals in life and affect your ability to succeed. And make sure they want you to trust yourself. Right. With yourself. And not have to depend on them. And not have to be there all. Yes, because that is a control thing. And mind you, this whole episode is not just about boyfriends okay no it's every relationship any relationship that you've been in i had a best friend way before miss natasha who's the best thing that ever happened to me who was just oh just the same way just the same way but it got to the point where i was being used for rides for money for everything she drained everything out of me now she's really successful she's actually a doctor but, hmm. anyway. But still, yeah. I mean, you just, you just have to realize that. drinking. She had to put me in check. <laughs> no names. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, like she said, I try to see the good in everybody. And, of course, I'm on my person's side, thick and thin, no matter what. You mess with her, you mess with me. But it's Oh, like... oh, if you want to get into that story. <laughs> but I just mean that. Can like... we get into that story? Well, hang on, hang on. Hang on. This is life with my I person. Know. But it was like, you know, I I was just thinking that, you know, you don't want to be so. I'm going to have one more. You Not, can... I guess I don't want to say like judgmental, but when you realize that someone's not right in your life, then you do definitely have to, you know, remove them. But I think that you don't excuse me you don't always have to put that person on blast i guess is what i mean okay you know that's yes, all I mother mean. Oh, God. <laughs> i am sorry i am so sorry she she did okay, me pretty so wrong dude i know and then that's not fair it was not fair but to you. like the, you know i had that person in my life every day every day so as far as our subject goes you know after you know i had to cut that part of me off you know I was struggling. This person was calling me every morning for breakfast, calling me every night for dinner, taking me out to rides and clubs and all that stuff. And I was just stuck at home doing nothing. And I hated it. I hated it. But I did get to a place where Natasha was. I did for a long time. I was loving myself. I didn't care who was texting me, who was calling me, who was around, who was at my house. None of that. See, I lived all on my own, and I did good for over, like, two years. And you can get then there I again. met my kid's dad, and I fell off. So what's the story you want to tell about if you mess with me, you mess with her? So I worked at a company with <laughs> Natasha. Oh, gosh. And... Um, Okay. When I was pregnant with my first child, um, I, I'm sure you can see in the pictures and those who know me, I'm very skinny, skinny girl. I'm tall and very skinny. I've had three kids and every day of my life I get noticed of, oh my God, you don't look like you've ever had kids. Anyway, 
Um, there was a woman at our job who thought that I was a drug addict. Crackhead. Crackhead. Specifically. She Be- said crackhead. I am a crackhead. She's like, she looks like a crackhead or and something like that. And she threatened or told somebody that somebody needed to call social services. I was super pregnant, too. I think I was showing, right? No, you weren't showing yet. I wasn't. Oh, yeah. I had. You weren't showing It was yet. after training. So, yeah. yeah. I had told everybody I was having a baby. Yeah. And she was telling everybody that social services needed to be called so that my baby could be taken after I have her because I was doing drugs while I was pregnant. Which she knows nothing about because I've never done drugs in my life. Well, it got to Natasha's ear. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you came to me crying. Okay, I came to her crying. Because you found out Did... on your break. Yeah. Yeah, you found out on your break, and you came to me and told me. And as soon as I knew who it was... I got up from my chair and I went right over to that woman. Oh. And I told her what was up. It was in the stairwell though, wasn't it? No, she she went to you in the stairwell crying. Oh, that's right. She, <laughs> oh, yes. Right. I made her cry. You're right. You made her cry. And she came and found me, pulled me into the stairwell and apologized. Yeah. So, you know, I am, if you know me and you've seen pictures of Julie and me, you know that I am... Mm. Four foot ten. I am an ankle biter. And this girl was... This is why I call her crazy. Who who, who (laughs) says they're going to bite ankles? I am a crazy. I got you crazy. But anyway. That's a good crazy. So, I made this woman cry. She's taller than me. I mean, I... I guess I, you know, was just so hyped up because I'm like, you don't be messing with her like that. Like, no, I have her back 100%. So you're going to talk to her sideways, then you're going to get it from me. Mm -hmm. And especially when this girl had no idea who she was, had no idea what kind of person she was, never talked to her, didn't get to know her, nothing. I believe she was in our training class, but still, it wasn't like she had a conversation Mm -hmm. with you and understood the kind of person you were. And so I was just like... How are you going to say that about her knowing that she's pregnant and wanting to have her baby taken away? And fuck what you heard. That ain't happening on my watch. <laughs> like, and so I just went over to her and I told her, like, this is what was said. You're not going to be saying this ever again. I don't care why you said it or how you said it, whatever. That's just not going to happen. I'm not going to allow that to happen anymore. So I just needed you to know. And she was just trying to tell her story to me. And I was like, I'm not hearing it. All you need to know is that I am never going to let that happen to her again. So, yeah. and I probably said some other stuff because I was heated and that made her cry and come and apologize to Julie like she should have in the first place. Yes. And she cried in the stairwell with me and apologized. Yep. And that is that because when you mess with her, you mess with me. Sorry, we got off a little, <laughs> we got off the subject, but I yeah. really wanted that story to be told because this is life with my person and that was an event that will stick with me forever. Yes, because that's what real friends do. They don't allow people to talk crap. And yeah, I have to have her back because that was just, that was uncalled for. I'm not one that can stand up for herself. And that's probably part of this, you know. Right. And you're going to come to that. You're going to come to that because you have been lately. You have been standing up for yourself. I have been standing up for myself. So um, I've been coming through a lot of obstacles with the kid's dad of, um, 
you know, trying to tell me that this isn't over and we're still going to work this out and, you know, come with me to the park with the kids or, you know, let's plan something so that we could be a family, you know, with the kids so that they could feel like better because mommy and daddy are together and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, the moving out is, is good for us so we can figure out what we want in life, but then we're going to end up back. We're going to bring ourselves back. No, no, no. And the only thing I could tell him is, I don't want to talk about it, and I'm not going to. There's yes. nothing to talk about. Don't even open that door, because it's not, it's not the right thing to do. And you understand that, and that's why you're sticking to it, and I am so proud of that. Because this person will try to work his way back in and, and keep knocking on that door until you open it. And mm -hmm. once you open it, he's going to walk right through. And that's not fair to you with all no. the work that you've done and all the progress that you've made. And exactly. you both have been to blame for things and you understand that the right thing to do is just to not be together. Correct. And I believe that he just needs to respect that. And even though I don't feel comfortable being by myself or with myself, I, I mean, I, I'm getting help for it. Um, but even though I don't feel comfortable with myself, I do see myself being pretty strong because if you had met me a year ago, I had left him a year ago. The same time of the year. The same time. As a matter of fact, ironically, I moved out on February 16th last year. Yeah. <laughs> I moved out on February 16th this, this year. year. So last year, it was easy. Last year, I was pregnant with my third child, so I was scared as all hell. I'm not pregnant this time, thank God. Um, but... Uh, if you had met me a year ago, you probably would have been like, oh, she's just going to keep breaking up. She'll go back. She'll go back. But if you just met me this year, you're probably like, she's got this. She's got this. Like, my mentality is way different than last time. And I'm pretty That's proud of myself. So that is the first step of trusting yourself because I'm trusting my decisions. Yes. I'm tr trusting where I'm going with my life. I don't know what the future holds. Yes, I got a new job. Yes, I'm a mother of three. And yes, I have an apartment and not a house. I'm not a homeowner yet. I don't know what the future holds. And I honestly don't care. As long as my kids have a roof over their head and they are fed, then I am succeeding in life. Exactly. And I don't need their dad here to make that happen. Yes, exactly. And you can do this on your own. So, you can. Yes. And you have. And you have. Yes. So as far as filling the void, no, I don't have a whole bunch of people coming around and everything's going to be okay. I'm here for you and everything. I have Natasha and I have my mom. That is my circle. But, but there was a point. Filling the void, my kids, my kids are the void or filling that void. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. They're not the void. They're filling that void. Um, when they're gone, yes, it's harder on me because... My baby's only seven months old. I don't like sleeping without her being in the same room as me. You know, I'm still getting used to the fact that she's out of my stomach and I have to share her with people, you know? You know what I mean? But when they're here, oh my God, they drive me crazy, guys. It is not perfect. <laughs> I lose my mind. I cry. I laugh. I play. I clean. I cook. I... You know, I'm ripping my hair out. Mom, mom, I want mom, mom. She hit me. Mom, mom, I'm scared. But you know what? 
It's the best feeling of the void I've ever had. And I will never take it back. Mm-hmm. Ever. Aw. I love it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I got on a rant. That's okay. I'm but a- that's that's how you're doing it. And that's how you're trusting yourself to get through all of this. You're being there for yourself and filling the void and everything. Like, you're starting to be comfortable with being alone. And you're you're working through all of those things. And it's it's exciting to see that and to see that you're coming as far as you are and so you have to always remember that and keep, give yourself that credit but you did a good job too though because in all honesty after that relationship that you were speaking of I mean it took you a long way to get to where you were yeah and you got so far that when your current husband would get you know things were falling apart or they weren't easy and stuff you were able to stand up for yourself yeah and, you yes know, and that made him changed yeah that made him say no no i can't lose her i know because that's you true were confident right and yeah you were okay with being by yourself and yeah. that that seriously scared the shit out of him that is so true i really didn't think of it like that so but I'm that is so true cheers to that proud of you that is so true yeah because i could have just said oh mm-hmm. whatever okay mm-hmm. don't leave me and take whatever I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Whereas, no, we had to compromise and say, okay, I don't like it when you do this or talk to me like this. And then he would say, okay, well, I, I need you to meet me halfway on this. Yes. And then we were finally able to do that. And that's why we lasted so long. And that's why we're going to be celebrating our five-year wedding anniversary. Woo-woo! And then we're going to be celebrating 12 years being together. Like, And then they're going to be celebrating their forever anniversary. And, you know, All of that. All of that. So, yeah, that's... That is amazing. Your 10-year, we should do a big dance party. My 10-year wedding anniversary, we want to renew, renew our vows so this time and have an have actual huge, yes! actual big an wedding. Actual, and we're going to have our reception that we oh, never had yes. to where we can dance and actually have like a husband-wife dance and whatever else we're going to do. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yes. I'm. T- oh, my God. That's yeah. going to be so awesome. So that's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. So Five more years, people. Right? Y'all know where I'll be. Holla. It's, oh my god. <laughs> it's gonna go by so quickly. Are you gonna throw the bouquet so I can catch it? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Let me tell everyone. Back up. Let Julie catch it. Only Julie in the crowd. <laughs> Only Julie. That's if I'm Who not knows? taken yeah, by then. I was gonna then. say you may be I taken may be by ta- then. You may, may have be, a date to I the wedding. Be, shit. I know. may be married by then. No, yeah, you kidding. don't know. You have no idea. Yeah. Five years. Don't know from what now, the future holds. A lot. It is so much. So much can happen. So many things can change. I'm kind of excited about it. Who are you? Where are you? (laughs) I'm right here. No. (laughs) She is the love of my life right now. She is the love of my life right now. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, we just want to shout out to everyone who's listened because we've had a lot of listeners lately. And we are so ecstatic by the amount of people who have listened to our last episode. It's amazing. Amazing. We reached a goal, like beyond our goals. Yeah. Woo. I was like. It's incredible. So we're very grateful and we hope you keep listening. And we just can't wait to share more with you in the future. Oh, and um, just so you know, uh, next week. We are going to be starting a second podcast. Um, yes. Crime with my person. Is yeah. What we're, we're going to do crime with my person. So we're going to be strictly talking about certain crimes. 
Um, and we're going to do one case per episode. So it's going to be very exciting. So make sure yes, you listen to that. Yeah, as we're well. excited for that. So we're still going to continue the Life with My Person podcast, of course, because once a week, yep, I mean, every we, Saturday. We need to. We need to get some stuff out. We need to share some stuff with you guys and also just, you know, just be able to release our emotions and talk mm-hmm. about what's going on in our lives. But since crime is such a huge passion of ours, we want to dedicate an entire podcast to just crime and talk about those cases that we're so obsessed with or new cases that come about in the media or just in Colorado. So we're excited to share that with you and see where that goes. Yes. So cheers again. Yeah, cheers to that. And cheers to um, to being able to trust yourself. Woo. All right. Well, have a good evening, everybody. Until next time.